Hey guys, Brooke here. Haven't been here in a while, um, but I'm happy to be back. I'm here with Nicole. Hello. And today we are wrapping up our um, September podcast, even though this is going out on October 1st. But oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, our September theme of um, suicide prevention and awareness. Obviously, by now, you probably know that September is Suicide Prevention and Awareness Month, and we've been talking all month about our um, personal stories and why the work that we do, uh, why we think it has an impact on not only prevention and awareness of suicide, but also like the aftermath and how Mm -hmm. it can be helpful for those left behind. Mm -hmm. So today, um, Nicole and I just wanted to kind of wrap up, remind everyone, first of all, what we are doing here at the Spark Initiative until the end of 2021. So at the beginning of this month, until the end of 2021, we're doing a few things just in honor of those that we have lost Mm -hmm. um, to suicide. And um, and then we just wanted to end this month with um, a few things that, based on our work, why what we think is helpful in the area of prevention. Yeah. Yeah. So I think I shared it in the last podcast too, but if you didn't listen to that one, we are offering free coaching and mentoring to anyone. So normally we already offer that to um, anyone under the age of 18, but we're offering it now to anyone uh, for the, you know, Suicide Prevention Awareness Month. And we're I believe we're doing that until the end of the year, right? Until December. Yeah. So we're offering that to anyone. So if you just need any type of support in mental health or you're, you know, experiencing any type of of suicidal thoughts or anything in that area, we are here for you and uh, it's no charge. So if you need any type of support, we're we're here. Yeah. Just anything that you need to talk to, if you need someone to talk to. Um, I was just telling my daughter yesterday that I'm your parent. So that's why you have friends and people to lean on or a therapist or a coach or a mentor so that you can talk through stuff with someone who's not going to want to share any of that with you. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Exactly. let the stuff roll around in our heads out so we can get some better mm-hmm. feel a little better. So that goes for anyone. Again, it doesn't necessarily assume that you are having specific. Yeah, yeah. No. The other thing that we are doing is um, now until the end of the year, we are creating a, um, a module that goes with our Spark programs for youth that we are going to give away for free. Um, to all of our Spark members that use our program. And so uh, we are creating that in-house. I know mm-hmm. Nicole has some projects. Um, and uh, if any of this feels like something that is hard that you'd like to support, uh, we are raising money, any money that we raise uh, from now until the end of the year, will go to that to support that project. 
Yeah. Yeah. So this is something that um, I am extremely passionate about. I know Brooke is as well and everybody here at Spark is. So um, we've been working on that here and there. And that is something that we're going to um, try to release in January. So thank you to everyone who has donated already. You guys are awesome. And it's just so nice to see that we have supporters there. Um, so yeah, we are really excited about releasing that for you know, free to all of our Spark members. So if you feel inclined, um, you can go to thesparkinitiative.com and click on the ways to give button at the top of, uh, you know, the little website panel thing. Yes. <laughs> all, the, all the tabs up there. Yes. Yeah. And there is a ways to give tab and uh, And it's all over our Facebook page as well. <laughs> uh the spark initiative right yeah <laughs> at the spark initiative that's our facebook page no it's not actually it's at spark mentoring program oh okay see we have... yeah you can find it on either one of those <laughs> really and and I was kind of thinking like well what is it that we do at the Spark Initiative that is maybe something different that you can offer that you won't find on one of those easily Google Googleable lists mm -hmm. right which are important and you should go home look at your Obviously, if someone isn't the best friend and option, yeah, um, it's going to take in the UK. I don't, know. <laughs> I don't either, but we travel there, so we should probably figure yeah. that out. <laughs> um, but what I and if you're in Hillsborough County, it's two on one. It's a very very useful um, two on one, and that's the crisis center, Tampa Bay. Are suffering need to get help or something else. Send you to directly. Um, but last night I went through this thing with my daughter that I've been going through with her. But um, when I was reflecting this morning, it was really interesting because I, what I was, what we're kind of talking about at home right now is how it can really really interesting what's going on in your head right like that is very confusing mm -hmm. the stories we tell ourselves the way we think about ourselves the way we kind of um, uh, are self-critical or evaluate situations in our heads like the stories right that are constantly going on in our head mm -hmm. are really captivating and can and create our reality right yeah but when we are with other people, what I was talking to my daughter about is if we're more interested in what's going on in our there's a disconnect. Mm -hmm. And you can feel that, right? You yep. can feel when someone is with you but not really with you. Mm -hmm. Yep, you sure can. 
this morning when I was reflecting on that conversation I was having with my daughter has nothing to do with the topic that we're talking about today. But when I was reflecting, I'm like, well, what do I really want to talk about with conflict with someone who's suffering? I started to think, you know, if I was with someone who was really suffering, it would be easy for me to be captivated by whatever was going on in my head, the story I had about their suffering or the fear I had about their suffering um what I should do about like it, it would be really easy to be captivated about all of my stories in my head in that moment. And that happens with humans so often where we're with people but we're not really with people. Mm-hmm. But you know the times I'm gonna ask you this Nicole, like you know the times where you've been with someone and you feel like deeply hurt. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. And you can, they're not necessarily doing or saying anything different. They're just present and they're there and they're, you can just feel that they're listening deeply. Yeah. And it's not like a, ooh, they're hanging on my end word kind of way. They're listening with her without any judgment. Yep. And when people listen without any judgment, which I was not doing this morning, I was very clear. I was like, we need to find a friend. Yeah. Because I have a parent right now, right? (laughs) (laughs) You're not listening to me. Hell no, I'm not listening to you. Being a parent. (laughs) But in all seriousness, when someone's really suffering, they're suffering because whatever's going on in their mind is so overwhelming that they can't hear anything helpful, right? Mm-hmm. They can't hear someone's suffering to that extent where they are, you know, thinking about taking their life or something like that. Um, I don't know the word, like, not. They don't, they're not meaning to unintentionally. Yeah. They have so much going on in their mind that they can't hear the truth about what they should do next, um, what's going to help them. Like they can't hear that. It's just <laughs> too noisy. So, aside from getting them the help or, you know, like getting them out of immediate danger, I think the most helpful thing anyone could do is. Listen in a way that is so that is very neutral, yeah, and connected and non-judgmental. Yeah, because I feel like a lot of people are already judging themselves for feeling so low and feeling so down, and even experiencing suicidal thoughts that they don't want to open up because they are afraid of that judgment, and that's where it creates the whole like stigma around uh, suicide. But the more and more you put that judgment aside and you just understand and you're just there for them, even if you don't want to say anything, you're just there to listen. That's that's another huge thing too. Yeah. Another way that we keep ourselves away from judgment 
again, back into our own stories and our own heads mm-hmm. instead of being there for them. And when we're in our own head, we're not really listening. Yeah. We're not really connected to them because we're connected to our own head. Oh, it's my turn. Like, it's my turn to shine. Like, what do I do? Mm-hmm. How, do, I How do I fix this? I know. And then there's another thing about just really when you are truly just with someone in a very neutral state, if that's possible in those moments, you know, what happens is when, so like we do this a lot in trainings and we're talking about how to like mentor correctly, but this, I think this applies so much. Um, mentor correctly. Or mentor in the way that we think might be um the thing that we say is when someone's got a lot on their mind right like if you have a problem or someone's coming to you and they're suffering they that just means they have a lot on their mind well if you've ever like gone to you know like let's say your best friend comes over and they're gonna talk crap about their significant other and they're just mad right like i can't believe he did that and you as a friend go i can't believe he did that either that's so crazy all that's doing is adding to their already, you know, crazy feeling, angry, a lot on their mind, right? Oh, yeah. Stirring the crazy pot. But the same goes for, like, trying to be devil's advocate, right? Mm-hmm. So you go in, like, they come in, they got so much on their mind, they're so angry, and I go, well, you know, he could have just been thinking this. Maybe you should just cut him some slack while it- what does that do? It adds more to their mind, mm-hmm. right? Agreeing and disagreeing, like that just adds to an already crazy state of mind. Mm-hmm. And if someone's at the point where they don't, like their their mind is so full, they don't feel like living anymore, I think being the best thing that anyone can do is being neutral, mm-hmm. right? And that's really hard, like it's someone you love. The way you help anyone ever is create a space where they could they could magically have it, mm-hmm. even for a moment. Yeah, yeah. And uh, one thing that um, it's we're really big on this here too is uh, speaking to them and and speaking to the health inside of them. So they're already, you know, if somebody has a lot going on their mind, they're already blinded by their own health. Like they, they don't see it or blinded by the mess, but uh, the mess in their head, not the health. And so they can't see that they're, they have this health inside of them. They can't see that they have this spark inside of them. So when we show up at a neutral ground, we're able to look past the well disagreeing or the agreeing or whatever it is that naturally we want to do and fix. We're able to kind of speak to their spark and speak to their health. And in those moments, I've just noticed myself that they come up with their own solutions on, on their own. When you speak to that, when you come to that neutral space, they just will start showing up and really discovering their own answers, like without me having to say anything. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't, I don't really know that I have much to 
that isn't what I found on Google. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I can, I can say uh, one thing that I noticed. So we, um, we just finished working with, uh, the juveniles at our local jail, jail here. And, uh, yesterday I, we, uh, went around and had them kind of share like what they got out of this and, and all that kind of stuff. Um, but one boy, he had mentioned that like, he has been through so much in his life. Uh, he, you know, had to boil water on the stove to take a hot bath. He had to, uh, at one point he was living in a van with his mom with no AC and, um, he even had brought up that he was experiencing like thoughts of just not wanting to live anymore. And in that moment when I was, and he's in jail too, right now, he's in jail with nothing, no phone, no freedom, nothing. But what he shared with me yesterday was that he can now see, like, he didn't even know what the word resilient meant, but he told me that he, what was so nice for him to understand now is that he knows he's always going to be okay. Like no matter what the hard times, what the world throws at him, he knows that eventually he's going to get through it and be okay. And that's another thing that I feel like everybody should know. Like your hard times are just temporary and you're going to, you know, get through them. But when he shared that, that he didn't really know what resilient meant, that he's heard the word before. He just didn't know what it meant until he was in this program. I was like, oh my goodness, that was just so like beautiful to hear his insight in that. And that he looked back on those times where it made him feel like he just didn't want to be on earth anymore. And that he woke up and just saw, hey, I'm, I'm going to be okay eventually because I'm even in jail right now, but I'm still okay. I thought that was so just beautiful. really getting clear with yourself that everyone has this resilience. Mm-hmm. Then it's easier, like you were saying, to speak to that resilience, that spark, that wellness inside of people. Mm-hmm. And when you know that for sure, that everyone has that, right? Then you can speak to it. But if you're not sure that everyone has it or you don't know that everyone has it, it's, it's really easy to get in your head and feel like you have to Yep. Yep. Yeah. And go ahead. Yeah. The other like kind of helpful thing about staying really neutral and not really um, attached to your own story and situation you're trying to help someone is the less you have on your mind, the more you can hear their story. You know what to do to help them. You'll know what to say. You'll know who to call if you need to talk. Like if you need to problem solve, you'll know. Mm-hmm. But the more you're attached to your own kind of story, the more it covers up your wellness gets as well. Oh yeah, for sure. For sure. And that's one thing I noticed about, you know, how when we were showing up to them, that I could have, you know, been like, oh my goodness, I'm so sorry you went through that and blah, blah, blah. And felt I could and I did my heart like hurt that that he experienced that at such a young age, but I kept it very neutral and I kept it to where I was still, no matter what, speaking to his resilience and his health. And I could have went off on a whole different exit with him and, you know, 
felt really, really sorry, which I did naturally because I'm a human, but I kept it neutral. And he was, it's like, he just sprung up. He, he just bounced right back up. And the more and more we do that, the more and more people are going to just bounce back up and see the health inside of them. We just got to stay in that neutral space. Sometimes if you don't know, if you don't think that you can be helpful in those situations, you gotta, you gotta bounce. Yeah. <laughs> and that's your, that's your wellness speaking too, right? Yep. But if you're in that situation and you're like, well, I don't know what the best thing I can do. We're not used to being And so for anyone who's suffering, deeply listening to them. Like, or like, I'm not wearing orange. Yeah. We always say that. Yeah. It's because we're not looking at that. And we're not looking to try to fix anyone because we already know that they're, they're okay. And uh, when you just show up to somebody like that, they can feel that. You don't even have to say anything. They can just, you can just feel that connection. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> Every time. Yeah. That was pretty good. I think we shared a lot, <laughs> a lot this month on this topic. So, um, 
if you have any questions or any anything that you want to share that uh, you find important to talk about uh, within this topic, reach out to us at info at the sparkinitiative.com and we would love to hear any feedback or any stories that you would like to share to put out there that you think would be impactful as well. not just for the month of September here at the Spark Initiative. It is something we're uh, that's on the forefront of our minds mm-hmm. often. So anytime, reach out to us and we would love to uh, share, get involved with something that you've got going on, um, support, continue to uh, advocate mm-hmm. for mental health education and um, yeah, so let us know. Thank you. All right. Thanks, guys. Bye. It takes a spark to start a fire. It takes a heart to have desire. It takes some sweat to build it higher.